This past Saturday, August 26th, at the Chase Palm Park Field was Santa Barbara's annual Pacific Pride Festival. With performances, appearances from local organizations and officials, and food trucks, this Pride celebrated the LGBTQ community while also resisting and defying a recent national uptick in anti-LGBTQ policies and rhetoric, especially those targeting trans people. I'm KCSB's Zoha Malik. And I'm Joyce Chi. At around 10.30 a.m. on Saturday, we took a shuttle headed for Pride downtown at the beach across from Chase Palm Park. We're currently on the transit for the Pacific Pride Festival happening in Santa Barbara. Very excited. This is my first Pride event. This is also my first Pride, so I'm excited for the experience. We arrived just before the festival started. Pride flags were flying on white tented booths of organizations, charities, and local agencies like the public health and fire departments. There was a variety of shop owners too, selling things like jewelry, flags, and even handmade wands. Accessibility appeared to be a big part of the festival. People with mobility aids could use elevated platforms to view the stage, and Spanish and ASL interpreters were also present. Santa Barbara Pride kicked off right next to the beach around 11 a.m. with a land recognition ceremony followed by performances from local Chumash artists. Whoever you are, that is um, whatever brings you to life, whatever lights you up, um, is something that you can, that you're meant to do, I believe, um, is something that you can also work, or you can also do that for the movement. Um, the movement to allow uh, everyone to be themselves, right? Everyone to be their own person, um, whether you're indigenous, whether you're um, black, brown, um, or queer, um, just anyone who's like a marginalized group, um, an oppressed group, um, to yeah, be yourself, sparkle, and do that for the movement, um, and stand up, stand together, because um, we're stronger when we're together. So that's what the song is about, basically. Um, so you sparkle. As we mentioned, the Pacific Pride Foundation hosted Saturday's festival, and I spoke with Executive Director Kristen Flickinger about the importance of Pride. The Pacific Pride Foundation has been around for almost 50 years. We were founded in 1974 as Western Addiction Services, and we've been doing a lot of work over those 50 years. Now we provide services in a whole range of ways, everything from support groups for uh, peer groups for older adults and also for youth. Um, we do a proud prom for our youth. We have all sorts of opioid response programs, including syringe services, the only services like that in the county. And then we do a bunch of training and education for other organizations, uh, governmental agencies, and corporations. Um, I know Pacific Pride is sponsoring today's Pride Festival. Can you tell us a little bit more about the history of this specific festival? Sure, this festival has been going on for well over a decade in different forms, um, and now today's Pacific Pride Festival takes place at Chase Palm Park Field, which is a beautiful location, very visible, a nice flat location, pretty accessible next to the beach. Um, and we have over 60 community partners that are helping to co-create this space today, which is really, really exciting. For those who are you know, wondering what's the importance of celebrating Pride, not you know, just during the month of June, but year-round, and having a festival, you know, outside of Pride Month. 
Sure. I mean, Pride Month is really important because it celebrates our history of resistance uh, at Stonewall. And that's that's critically important because resistance is part of kind of our DNA and LGBTQ plus movement. But it's important for Pride to be celebrated all year round because we are queer people all year round. Uh, there are great festivals that happen in June, August. There's one that's coming up in October in Santa Barbara. There's, there's good stuff happening everywhere all the time and really important, especially now when our community feels especially under attack, that we are celebrating coming together and experiencing joy together. Can you talk a little bit about how you want to see Pride going forward, how you want to see the community celebrating it, and just your hopes and goals for the future? Yeah, my hopes and goals for the future are really that we can see ourselves at Pacific Pride Foundation as like a creator and defender of joyous spaces uh, like the Pride Festival. And then, you know, making sure that everyone can access those joyous spaces. Um, we have incredible partners in that work. Um, so many of those partners are here today, whether it's Planned Parenthood of the California Central Coast, um, whether it's our elected officials, we have churches, we have incredible pride organizations in the house as well. Diversity Collective and Venture Pride are here, the Rainbow House from up in San Inez Valley. We've got Gala uh, Diversity Center from Slow, and then Pride and Joy, which is a new um, exciting event that's happening in October, created by and for um, queer and trans people of color. Um, you know, my vision and hope is that we can all work together, create these joyous spaces, defend them as one, and make sure that our, our community can just celebrate more than it can be defending. At the tail end of my conversation with Kristen, she mentioned there were elected officials holding office hours at the festival. We spoke with Santa Barbara City Council member Oscar Gutierrez and Spencer Brandt from the Isla Vista Community Services District, who both spoke about showing support. Here's Brant talking a little bit about why he was at Pride that day. Across the country right now, the LGBT community is under attack. So showing up is the bare minimum, really, that we can do to be supporters and allies of the LGBTQ plus community um, at this time. We also spoke to the mayor of Lompoc, Janelle Osborne. And why do you think it's important to have a political presence at an event like this today? You know, I think it's important for our elected leaders to be present at every public event they possibly can be. But at the LGBTQ+, it's really about identifying allies and understanding that you have them in elected positions and so that you can engage and, and move ideas forward and have willing partners rather than be in the fight alone. And here's Kyle Richards, Goleta City Council member. And what are you doing out here at Pride today? Celebrating uh, Pride, and uh, I'm gay, and so it's a great place to be here with uh, other people and other supporters and allies and just having fun. And why do you think it's important to be present at this event? Uh, well, just uh, for my own benefit because I'm enjoying it, and I think it's great to uh, be visible. You know, more than ever, we're seeing a lot of uh, uh, backlash against the the gains that we've made over the last several years, but you know, we, we now are feeling people pushing back and we, we see anti-drag uh, uh, protests and, and other uh, 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 pushing back. And, you know, I think our message is just, you know, we all get to be proud. You know, we, you know this isn't just about us and them. It's, this is for everyone. And, you know, we can all celebrate together. We're celebrating our own humanity and, uh, you know, and there's no, that doesn't exclude anybody. We can all be a part of that. In booths around the festival, there were religious groups present, inviting attendees to share their religious stories. 
I spoke with a representative from the United Methodist Church, which has a location here in Isla Vista. He emphasized the importance of being there to show that the church was accepting of the LGBTQ plus community. I also had a brief conversation with Cindy Silverman, the executive director of the Jewish Federation of Santa Barbara. Take a listen. I think that any marginalized community, which Jews are, it's really important for all of us to come together and support each other and be there for each other in hard times. And so we're very supportive of Pacific Pride specifically. Next, we got to speak with a few of the local organizations present at the festival about why they felt it was important to be at Pride, including a representative from the Santa Barbara Trans Advocacy Network, who spoke about their organization's mission to advocate for best practices for trans and gender expansive people. Here are some conversations with other organizations that were present at the celebration. With KCSB News, I'm here at SB Pride today, and we're at the PFLAG booth speaking with Steven. Could you introduce yourself, first of all, and explain your role within PFLAG and what is PFLAG? So, uh, my name's Steve. I'm PFLAG uh, Vice President of the Santa Barbara Chapter. PFLAG is a nationwide organization with over 400 chapters nationwide. Uh, we are the Santa Barbara Chapter. Um, what we do is we support the LGBTQ plus community by supporting those around them. Probably the best way to explain that is to tell you my story. When my kiddo came out as transgender, I was a hot mess. As a cisgendered male, um, really didn't know uh, what transgender was, didn't know a lot about it, and hadn't had a lot of interactions with it. Uh, grew up in a pretty conservative family, so I was uh, uh, ignorant to a lot of things. Uh, started coming to monthly chapter meetings uh, for PFLAG gain acceptance, gain understanding, so that I could better support my kiddos. It wasn't that I didn't support my kiddo or love my kiddo, I just didn't know how to because it was uh, something I hadn't had a lot of exposure to. So that's what we do. The main thing we do is our monthly support meeting, and uh, we have those every month, um, half online one month, and then the following month it's a hybrid meeting. Here's another staff member from PFLAG, Sky Limon, who also works as an associate director for UCSB's LGBTQ Plus Center, speaking on their personal experience and why they'd wish PFLAG had been a resource for themselves and their mother growing up. I am very lucky and fortunate to be a part of the PFLAG board um, because I'm able to support the mission to be able to support parents in the community as well as, as well as their LGBTQ loved ones to make sure that they're educated and feel embraced and welcome. Uh, for me personally, PFLAG um, is an organization that would have been extraordinarily helpful when I was uh, younger um, because when I came out to my mom, she wasn't very accepting and I think it wasn't a matter of how much love she had for me. It was a matter of how much she didn't know and how scared she might have been um, and how isolating that experience must have been for her. So I, I really believe that if she would have known about this organization and myself too, um, so I could have at least introduced her to it, um, I believe that she would have had um, a community that she could uh, rely on um, to be able to learn with others and, and have it be more Next, we got to speak with Santa Barbara's colorblock.org, an organization working to elevate the voices of LGBTQ plus people that is also holding another pride in October 2023. 
Absolutely. Thank you so very much. I am Chief Esparza. I am the executive director and co-founder of Colorblock.org. We are putting on Santa Barbara Pride and Joy. It's the first ever opportunity that we are doing this. It is the 805's first pop-up gayborhood. We are building a gayborhood, a gay neighborhood in Santa Barbara, over downtown Santa Barbara, doing a takeover. This is part of our work at Colorblock. We are a narrative change organization for queer and trans people of color, amplifying the voices of queer and trans people of color. And this is what we're trying to do, change the narrative about what it means to be queer, trans, and of color in Santa Barbara. And why do you think it's important to have your organization out here at this Pride today? You know, Pacific Pride Festival has been going on for years. This is one of the largest festivals in the 805 for the LGBT community. There are 3,000 people passing through here, and we think it's important for all of us to be here. We can ha we can do our own individual work. We have our lanes. We have our sub-communities and our communities that we reach out to, but it's important for all of us to be in this space so that way we can build space to take up more space, build room to take up more room. This is what it means to be queer. This is why it's important for us to be queer people out here celebrating, enjoying ourselves, living in joy. That's what's uh, crucial for us with Pride and Joy. Joy is our organizing principle because joy is what sustains us in a world on fire. Um, today is August 26th and then we heard that you guys are having a Pride in October, is that right? So why do you think it's important to have Pride outside of Pride Month and then also can you tell me a little bit about the upcoming Pride? Absolutely. So we get to be queer all year long, right? That's our gift. That's our superpower. And so it's important to not just confine ourselves to one month, one week, one festival, one park space. It's important for us to celebrate our queerness and to celebrate all corners of our community all year long, especially in a world increasingly aligned against us. It is important that we take up this room, that we show our community that we can be queer in all different ways, morning, noon, and night. That's why it's important for us to have this in October. But one of the key reasons that we why we scheduled this for October is because we wanted to make sure that we included the students. Santa Barbara City College, Westmont, UCSB are in session in October 5th through 8th when Pride and Joy Weekend is happening and we wanted to make sure that we were including all corners of our community, including the young folks. You don't have community unless you go across age, body type, uh, sexual orientation, disability, citizenship status. So it was important to us to include that community, that corner of our community. Alright, and then are there any final thoughts you want to leave with us today? Always remember joy, no matter what. Let joy be your anchor. Anchor yourself to joy. Anchor your work in joy. Joy is our organizing principle. And everybody says you have to have joy in order to sustain this work. There will never be a world without pain. And if you're a good organizer, you know that you have to have joy to get you through it. All right, amazing. Thank you so much. That joy really echoed throughout the festival, maybe nowhere more visibly than in the performances. There was the Tropicali Brazilian Percussion Ensemble... and Nicole Sophia, who you heard from last week. As well as drag queens like Melina Poinsettia. If the fish swam out of the ocean, I grew legs and they started walking. And the hips climbed down from the tree. And the bearded Gatti, who I actually got to speak to. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? I am the bearded Gaudi of Santa Barbara. Amazing. And what have you been doing out here at Pride today? Uh, I was a performer up on the stage for Pride Festival this year, as I was last year as well. Um, and just came out to celebrate Pride with everybody and have fun, have a good time with everybody. 
super cool. So tell me a little bit about your performance. How long have you been doing drag? So back probably in the early 90s, I was an actual drag performer. Everybody asks me now, what do you consider yourself, a drag queen? I don't think I consider myself a drag queen um, because I don't use padding anymore. I don't do pads. I don't uh, do breastplates. Um, but now I, what I consider myself is an entertainer. Um, one of my friends had said, what do you consider yourself, drag, a drag queen? Or I said, I don't know. My friend came up with an entertainer. Um, and today I performed, um, my first performance was The Glamorous Life from Sheila E. Um, and then my second performance was Another One Bites the Dust from Queen. Yeah. And in this political climate, why do you think it's important to celebrate Pride year round and not just in June? I think Pride, I think Pride for a lot of us is celebrated all year round. Um, we have, you know, we do have Pride Month, which is in June, um, but I think just celebrating Pride every day, being who you are and having fun and just being yourself. Many of the attendees we spoke with also shared their thoughts on Pride as a source of comfort, happiness, and triumph. Yes, my name is Amadeus Davinas, and I'm a volunteer here at um, Santa Barbara Gay Pride for the first time. Believe it or not, I'm 32 years old, and this is my first time at Santa Barbara Pride. And why did you want to volunteer here today? Well, right now I'm out of work and I found it's, it's a perfect opportunity to network and actually, you know, be involved with the Santa Barbara gay culture because I'm gay myself and I haven't really, you know, immersed myself in Santa Barbara pride whatsoever. Yeah, hi everybody. I'm Vanessa Teran. I'm from Oxnard, California. And what brings you out to Pacific Pride Festival today? Yeah, I'm really here to support the LGBTQ community and more. Uh, we, as an LGBT community, have been consistently under attack, and most recently, there's been so many different uh, aggressive, um, you know, factors that are harming our community and killing our community. And so, to show up as an act of radical revolution, to be visible and to be present, is necessary during these times, and also to be around community that also is reflected. You know, so we want to be around a community where we feel good and safe and happy and joyous for the beautiful human beings that everybody is. So it's about love and respect. Uh, I think that's what we, we should embed into our society and our nation. And so I'm really just here to create more visibility uh, for myself and for others who can't be visible in other parts of the world. So celebration of pride means a celebration of love. Thank you so, Thank you so much. much. Thank you. I am Andrea Medina. This is Cosma Albarran. And we're here to support all of our LGBTQIA plus community and family and I want my little one to grow up knowing that all living beings on this planet have a right to live our lives the way we choose to and to grow with love and harmony and respect for each other and especially during these times that politically we have seen so much hate and divide um, I really want for this and future generations to see a very different way to be in community. Vanessa's point on the increase in anti-LGBTQ rhetoric was a common theme in a lot of our conversations at Pride. Attendees, organizations, and staff all seem to bear our current political climate in mind. As the initial Pride was created in honor of the resistance at Stonewall, this festival was also tinged with defiance, even as people celebrated. Oh,
Saturday's festival reminded us that pride is both an act of joy and of resistance. Thanks for listening. With KCSB News, I'm Zoha Malik. And I'm Joyce Chief.